Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. What are you talking about? Some people actually get kind of sick when they get the shot, right? Yeah, yeah. You can you can get the flu or a milder yeah. version of it. Yeah, I know it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, uh, next week we should totally do the cryptocurrency one because this shit is bananas right now. Oh my god, it's crazy. I I don't know, dude. I, I think I should sell, man. This is kind of crazy. It's no. run like five thousand dollars in this week, one week, man. Bitcoin. No, you hold, man. Hold. God, hold! It's gonna. It's not gonna stop. It's not. It's not gonna stop. Don't don't you think at some point people are gonna? It's like the housing market. People are gonna get priced out of detached homes and they're gonna jump into condos. So I should just, you know, sell and transfer it to like Litecoin or something. No, because there's still gonna be value in those houses that haven't lost value. It it might. Okay, it depends on what your 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 frame is. I look at it with a long term so i'm not a day trader i don't try to make quick money on crypto i see it as one day these things are going to be worth a hundred thousand dollars each or even more maybe even three three hundred thousand dollars each so for me it's even if they fall out of fashion and the market tanks i'll be buying like crazy because i think yeah. it's just going to pop again so you know it's funny i wanted to I think I'm going to blog for the first time in a while because nice. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a new idea, but I haven't seen anybody really talking about the nostalgia effect of Bitcoin. So, okay. I think that there's value in Bitcoin. Okay, so forget about it being a currency, forget about it becoming adopted, forget about all these reasons why people originally thought they should buy it. There's only 21 million of them. Mm. I think that one day, 100 years from now, 50 years from now, the same way that a Mickey Mantle baseball card can fetch $50,000, $60,000 at an auction, I believe that people are going to want Bitcoin, even if it has no practical value. I think there's going to be a camp value Sure, as being the first kind of real mainstream crypto. Yeah, like like you're going to have a plaque on your wall that has your Bitcoin address on it. And then you tell people when they come over for dinner in 2060, oh, look, I, I was part of that Bitcoin. Or, hey, I have a Bitcoin. And yeah. people will say, wow, you spent $200,000 at an auction for a Bitcoin? Yeah, well, I wanted to be part of. So I, I believe that. And I, I think that even if none of the monetary things happen it's it's now reached this status where people are going to just want to say they've got some and that's why i think even now it's underpriced i think even 50,000 it's underpriced so until it hits 100,000 i'm not selling oh man but when it reaches 100,000 everybody's selling no i don't know i, I don't think, think so. so you don't think so eh i don't know okay. i i and i have this like romantic vision of 
Um, so I, I keep I, I keep if, if if I was ever gonna write nonfiction, if I was gonna sorry, if I was ever gonna write fiction, if I if I want to write a story, I have mm-hmm. this idea that won't leave my head of of uh, of this future where there's a a reshuffling of some like let's say it's you know 500 years in the future and there's a colony on Mars and and there's this kind of elite ruling class and it turns out that these elite people were these early bitcoin holders and when bitcoin hit some <laughs> ridiculous value you had this total redistribution of wealth and I, I don't know that's all i've got but i feel like there's there's like this romantic vision of it getting to some ridiculous number where even having a couple of them will be, you know, life changing. You'll be able to buy a house uh, oh, you know, using, using yeah. your big, but, but not even cashing out your Bitcoin. It'll be like gold where you'll, you'll, um, you know, just have it as like a reserve currency. And then anyway, you're right. We should do an episode on it. Cause I, I, I think about yeah. this stuff a lot, but for now you should put that, uh, that idea in your Omni, in your, uh, Omni focus and, uh, it'll be another movie script. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, we've, right talked, there. We, we've talked about yeah. we've talked about the movies. Um, yeah, well, now's a good as time as any to to start. Welcome, Let's do it, man. Everybody to Pencil Problems, a show where Nick and Kent talk about problems that sound important but aren't. Yeah. And this is episode number twelve. Hey, did uh, anyone actually write a review? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers. None. Not, <laughs> Not a even one. with the free book bait. I, Not you even know what? one. I don't think people made it to the end of the pod. I know. Last week's was bad. It, it was. I think that was our worst. Nah, it, no, it's no. close to being our worst one. Uh, number three was pretty bad. My my co-op is listening to it because I, I can't remember how I let the cat out of the bag that I was doing this and he, he really likes them. He thinks we've got a good dynamic and he gives me feedback on each of them, even like the past ones that we can't go back and, and change. And <laughs> he he really liked last week's because he thought that we were... But okay, he thought that we had set the show up where you were going to interview me. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, yeah, wasn't Nick just kind of interviewing you? <laughs> No, it and, felt like that, or or it, it like it turned out like that, and I think that's why I didn't like it because I felt like I talked the whole fucking time, and I, I, I fucked up. I, I know what no, I did wrong, no, no, man. no, 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 no. But that wasn't no, you. no. It was it no, was, no. Uh, this this is it's. I, I set you up, man. I didn't intend to set you up. But I set you up because I basically asked you indirectly if you know you're competent at your job. I was like, you know, do you think you're an imposter? Do you think like? Uh, you know, the stakes are a lot higher doing growth stuff. Now you've done some stuff, but you know, this is a whole new level. And then it put you on the defensive, even if you didn't intend to, uh, intend to, and you just had to qualify yourself. I think maybe it did feel a bit kind of douchey or braggy at points too. And I, if you know me, that's sort of not my style. So it, it felt weird listening, listening back to it. But, but, but again, at the same time, I, I agree with everything I, I said though, for better or for worse, I I don't, hmm. I don't I don't think I said anything stupid. It just felt it just felt like the Kent show, and that wasn't the intention. But no, no, I don't think that was on you. I I could have been self aware enough to catch myself in that loop anyway. So it, again, that's what's so cool about about doing this. There's some there's something 
uh, not therapeutics, the wrong word, but listening to yourself for an hour a week is, I think it's like the awareness. It just mm-hmm. it gives you an awareness about yourself that you don't often get. Um, and and you know. it's like, after listening to it, I started listening to um, the last Bill Simmons podcast. He interviewed Brian Cranston. And he has a nice way of just pulling the conversation back out. Yep. And he doesn't let the guest just go on these long runs without it feeling like it's a two-way conversation. Even if he, even if the guest is running for a while, he still feels like he's part of that conversation. He doesn't just like stop and let them go. Um, or he steers it in a really casual but poignant way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, fuck, he's, he's good, man. He's really good. I think he does it better than than anybody. He, it, he But it does feel, especially with people like that, where big celebrity, you could talk about 500 different things. No, no doubt he has some notes or a, a set of questions he's thought about. And yeah. He, a lot of it, I think, is that they're in person too. So mm-hmm. once we get the Casper money and we can get a, I don't know, we, we can do this more in person or when our kids get older or something, it will probably change the dynamic for the better because you can, you can read the cues. He can interrupt when he knows there's a body language pause. He can... Yeah, he can see when he gets excited about something versus when he's just sort of trailing off because the question, you know, I, there's so much yeah, of that nonverbal yeah. that we lose. Yeah. And uh, Rogan made a comment about his podcast went to the next level when he forced people to fly out to. So he doesn't pay for their flights. He never pays for everyone has to pay their own way to come to his studio. But obviously mm. with that kind of audience, like who the hell wouldn't? who yeah. wouldn't get into a, a you know fly to Los Angeles for a day yeah. but yeah. that it's a i think he's only done two or three now where he really wants someone and there's just no way they can get there he'll do a Skype or something but the the fluid the fluidity of the conversation so much better in person so i think we've got something to look forward to if we and can keep I, going i also think that's why our pods run this long cuz i think it takes like half an hour to almost get into a natural conversation flow right they definitely get you know? better as they go yeah they get yeah they get better as they go for sure for sure um, so anyways it's cool it, and yeah it, it's cool let's see how this one goes awesome well let's we're going to do okay so we've got crypto coming up maybe next week we've got yeah we should do an update on our project. So let's, let's even skip that today. Um, Mm -hmm. but the feedback on that has been good. People definitely like hearing about that. So let's, let's non-negotiably say, uh, episode 13 or 14 before episode 15. Let's do 15. Let's do 15. It's a nice even number. 15. No, no negotiation will be our, uh, actually, and that'll be kind of, that'll be nice because it'll be just after Christmas maybe or just around the new year. Mm-hmm. So it'll be maybe we can like set some goals for 2018 and... Oh, we should do a goal setting one. Yeah, maybe that'll be it. It'll be like a recap of our side projects and then setting goals for 2018 that we can publicly commit to and hold ourselves accountable to. That. Yeah, me too. Love that. Love it. All right. Well, I think this will be an interesting uh, experiment of an episode too because I want to talk about... 
or the thing that's been on my mind is this idea of who's going to win this home battle that's going on mm-hmm. right now. And, you know, Amazon Alexa, Google Home, the Apple HomePod, the Sonos, which I kind of wrote off. And now it seems like it's coming back in a strong way. Mm. Uh, am I forgetting one? Is there another one? No, let, let, let's focus on those as the, as the main ones, but there's been, there's been a, you know, this isn't a new topic. I've heard probably 10 podcasts on this, but I think we'll have a unique perspective just because we're both parents and because we've, we're, we're younger than a lot of the people I've heard talk about them. I've heard a lot of kind of like the old guard tech brass talk about these things. And, um, I, okay. So first of all, do you have a, do you have a smart, okay, let's call them smart speakers. That's really what they are. So do you have a smart speaker? I do. I have the Google Home. Uh, I actually have two. I have the Google Home and the Google Home Mini. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they're, it's pretty cool, man. Um, 99% use case is really music. Um, it hooks up to my Spotify. I don't use the Google Play music. Okay. Um, but it's so nice and convenient because sometimes you're just kind of busy you're holding a baby or i don't know i don't have my phone on me and i just want some music to be played and spotify is really good with that because they have like hundreds or thousands of like these playlists so if i say like 80s music it'll have a playlist for it and there's always something um that's close to what i exactly what i want um and the quality on the google home is really good the google home mini is kind of shitty but the google home is pretty good so so the mini plays music too yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It plays music, um, but the there's not a ton of bass on it, so it feels a little. It sounds a little hollow. Yeah. Oh, um, hollow. Hey, that that's the word to describe how you sounded before. That's that's the best word. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, where do you put them? So, what's your config like? So I have one right underneath my TV. Uh, that's my main living room one. Okay. The shitty part about that though is like if the TV is on, it, Google Home can't really hear me well. I have to kind of shout at it. Um, <laughs> just because just, just because of how how close it is to the TV. Yeah. Okay. Um, the second one, the mini, I have in my kitchen. Um, just just because it, it, the the living room is pretty close to the kitchen, but it's just far enough, and I got this thing for free, so I might as well just use it somewhere. Um, and it's also kind of helpful in the kitchen cause you use it for timers and stuff. Um, but yeah, 90% use case, 99% use case is music. Odd time I will adjust my nest with it or the odd time I'll like tell them to cast something to the TV. Um, but that's really like a parlor trick when people come over, I'm like, yo, check this out, check what this thing can do. <laughs> and then I'll cast like a TV show to the, to, to the TV. Um, but it's, it's cool. And the other nice thing is I can daisy chain them. Um, or if you have like Chromecast audio, you can daisy chain a whole bunch of them in the whole house. So you get that Sonos effect, but for way, way, way cheaper. Do you have to, do you have to tell it to daisy chain? How does that work? Like if you're, if you start playing music in your living room and then you move Mm -hmm. to the coverage of your mini, do you, uh, does it automatically pick it up or do you have to tell it to, to do that? 
you have to tell it. Um, so you can set up these like groups in the Google Home app, and you can say like um, this group is like I don't know five of these kind of Chromecastings or Google Homes or whatever, but you group them, and I just call it everywhere. So I say like you know play uh, the Pixies everywhere, and it'll play it on both speakers. Oh okay. You know yeah. Um, yeah. How about you? Do you, do you have anything? So we just got the Alexa this week nice. and yeah, my parents have my, sorry, my in-laws have a Google home, mm-hmm. the big, the bigger one. And we, I wasn't super impressed with the Google home because I don't use Spotify, which I wanted to mm-hmm. talk to you about. Yep. I found that it couldn't do all the stuff I thought it could do, or I was expecting it to be able to do. And mm. however, we kind of use it as a trivia game. It's Oh, um, you use it for that. Okay. Well, yeah. just just how good it is at search, right? Like we asked it, mm. you know, who hit the home run in the 1992 World Series. And it mm-hmm. said Joe, it said Joe Carter. I mm. mean, that's insane. That's Yeah. That's crazy that it can do that. Yeah. And and then my brain starts going on on how this is programmed and obviously anyway, I, I, that kind of stuff blows my mind and and where i'm the reason i picked alexa is when i looked at the the skills that's mm-hmm. what they call them on google home too right it's called um or, shit it's called something else but it's uh, on alexa it's skills though right so i liked all this to me alexa had a better skill ecosystem mm-hmm. and i use amazon a lot which I know is ironic because yep. I work at, at Hubba. But yeah. we I've already purchased three things on using Alexa in the past two oh, days. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And there is something really futuristic about that. There's you know, playing music, getting it to set reminders. I mean, we've been able to do that for a long time, but mm-hmm. to just have a conversation and then have your credit card processed and something delivered to your house is kinda neat. So So what 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 do you order? So we, I ordered highlighters. Okay. I literally, it was like right out of one of those commercials where Christina was trying to do something because she's been sick all week and uh, she was trying to do some work and she asked if we had highlighters and checked the, the usual spots. We didn't have them. So we just asked Alexa to buy some highlighters. They came today. That was so on two- what, do you, what do you have to say? Do you have to specify the brand and everything? No, you just say, uh, hey, Alexa, can we buy some highlighters? And then it says, uh, you know, the most popular highlighters are whatever. Like it kind of describes them to you and mm. it sounded good. And we just said, okay, didn't even tell me, maybe it told me how much it cost, but it didn't ask me to confirm anything. It didn't say like, are you sure your credit cards, about you know, it just said, okay, I'll get that yeah, for yeah. you. And then two days later, oh, nice. now nice. when Christina got them, <laughs> she's like, oh, this isn't quite what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Like I wanted the really fat ones and these are the kind of skinny ones. So, yeah, eh, you know, the, yeah. but here's but really... now if you, if you order it right though, it'll know, it'll remember your purchase. So, history, yes. Right? So, so get this one. This one is so cool. So we have a, a thermometer for the kids and we've mm-hmm. been using it like crazy cause everybody's been, been sick. Mm-hmm. So they have these little caps on the top of the thermometer and we decided to uh, 
you know, we, we just wanted to order them. So we said, hey, Alexa, can you order? And it's such an obscure thing. But because we had already ordered them before, it looks through your history first of your orders and it says, I found oh. this order from last year. Do you want to reorder those same ones? Yes. Perfect. That is just a nice little genius kind of touch because you don't have to go through 10 variations of, of you know, because I imagine there's five kinds of brawn thermometers and they each have different millimeter sizes. And then I would have to had a conversation with Alexa about, no, not the 13 millimeters, the 12 millimeters. And, and that I was curious how it was going to deal with that. And then mm-hmm. it said, oh, I, I noticed you bought these before. Do you want to reorder it? Yes. Done. So those are coming you know, tomorrow. So um, how does it guard against, let's say, Jack coming down and ordering some crazy shit? Uh, yeah. Christina asked the same question. I don't think it does. It doesn't have mm. any voice locks. I don't know. It, we could test it. My theory, and I could probably just read, is that it has a price limit, like tap on your card. So if I said, hey, Alexa, buy a Samsung LED TV, I don't think it would let me do that without some kind of confirmation. Or it might even say, that's too expensive to buy through me. Go online to buy it. In fact, I'll try that tonight and see what happens. <laughs> so do you have to confirm after? Or Alex no, is just like, okay, no, cool, it I just got goes. It. Yeah, it says, thank you. They're, they're on their way. Nice. Yeah, so... okay. It, so that's pretty neat. And like Christina makes fun of me because I, when I get a, a new toy like this, I, I really try to use it all the time and I test it and yeah. I push it and, and, you know, she thinks it's ridiculous that I'm, but we had this, um, it sounds ridiculous until it gets normal and then going online mm. and typing it in just feels really stupid. Like without making this about the, the iPhone X, now that Christina's had her iPhone X for a few weeks or maybe even a month now she was using my phone with touch id and she said wow this feels really like clunky and <laughs> it's it's funny where and i was like no tell me what, what do you mean and she's like yeah like i just it, it does feel if it, it used to be so magical now it feels a little clunky because i can just look at my phone and it unlocks so you very quickly get used to how easy something is and then it becomes the new normal and for me, mm-hmm. ordering even in the past few days, I haven't had a bad experience where I'll keep trying it. And that's it's going to feel weird for me now if I have to pull up my phone or pull up my computer to order something online, which I know is such yeah. a like a first world problem. But it it's kind of cool. It just feels like you're living in the future a little. And so that's yeah, the biggest and- uh, that, that that was the biggest reason for me over Google Home. Sorry, go ahead. So I, well, I was okay, I was in the States and I was in San Francisco. This was like maybe, I bought my Google Home like a year ago or something. And I was in San Francisco and I was debating between the Alexa and the Google Home. And uh, I was asking my buddy there because he has, he has both of them. And he was telling me that, the, you know, the Alexa, he's, he's like, it's great for commerce because I, you know, tell, tell uh, Alexa to buy me diapers or whatever. And right. it's just I have things on a regular schedule. He's like, it's great. Um, but he's like, the Google Home is actually smarter though. And um, he's like, if you want it for that information, um, then you should kind of get the, the Google Home. But also, like, their AI is pretty smart. Like, if you ask uh, Alexa right now, um, you know, um, who stars in the movie Troy? And then you ask, oh, how, how old is, is he? And, you know, you're talking about Brad Pitt here. Um, Google Home will understand that context and it right. will answer that. 
Alexa won't be able to understand the context of the last uh, question. Apparently, this was a year ago, so things might have changed. Um, and I guess a part of me was like, Google can, at some point, can you can maybe get an Amazon skill and you can get this on the Google Home. But I was like, Alexa will never have the information of Google. Ah, and yep. That was a selling point for me, but I don't know if it really matters. Okay, uh, so, you, you're, so you're, you're kind of teeing me up here because f- for me, the the question is, or to me, it's not a, it's not even a question that Google is going to win. Mm-hmm. Or I don't see how they could lose. Mm, it's theirs to lose, maybe. Let's put it that way. Because they have, yeah, biggest data set, most knowledge of search. They've been doing AI for a lot longer than everybody else. Mm-hmm. They've pioneered and invented most of this AI, the machine learning and these algorithms. I mean, that's coming from their research teams that are that are doing this. So it seems hard to believe that they're not going to win. So now, of course... But, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe smarts don't matter. Because well, as smart as Google is, and as smart as their AI stuff is, ultimately, I think voice is good for very discreet questions that have, you know, questions that have very discreet answers. Like, it is kind of shitty if I ask Google to tell me the recipe, uh, how to make uh, banana bread. It's going to list out this whole long recipe, and I'm like, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm It's way easier if I bring it up and I can digest the information, watch the video over and over again, whatever. Um, but it's good if you want to give me a specific fact. Um but how important is that? I don't know. Like the use case you're talking about with Alexa sounds very handy. Like I think I'd use that. Like I, right. I like I kind of have buyer's remorse already. Right. And and I think that if you cuz credit cards are always the hardest. Buying something and shipping something anytime a digital thing interacts with a real world thing is the hardest mm-hmm. is the hardest uh whoever whoever reduces that friction the most has that magical yeah effect so whether it's smart home stuff whether it's getting something shipped to your house whether it's you know one day 3d printing something anything that you can physically touch has that it creates that surprise and delight whereas if it's all in software we're so used to software being so good it just doesn't have that same effect at least for for Mm -hmm. me but Mm -hmm. okay so you've got google home i've got alexa I was talking to one of my friends at work and I was preparing this kind of, oh, this battle of, and he just came in and dropped the really great point. He said, no, it's no battle at all. I have all of them. I have a Google Home. I have uh, I have a Google Home Mini. I have an Alexa. Mm-hmm. I have a Dot. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably buy a HomePod when HomePod comes out. They're so cheap, re- like relatively cheap, that... There's no reason why you couldn't have multiple ones. Why do you have to pick? So, yeah, just put, spend another hundred bucks and get a Google Home. Spend fifty bucks and get a Google Home Mini. As we're having mm. this conversation, a friend of mine just t- sent me something on uh, on Facebook that for right now for the next twenty four hours, Google Home Mini is thirty seven dollars. I might buy two of them tonight. I don't know. So, 
then there's this idea of if you if you just put more of them in your house, you'll just use them for different purposes, right? So you can have the bet the, the kind of this best of both worlds. And then the question is who is going to get to that point though where they can become the one device because that's not sustainable, right? It's it's the same way you could argue back in the day that people carried around an Android and an iPhone. Eventually yeah. you're going to have to pick. You, you it's pretty hard to operate with two phones. Yeah. And I think that it's going to come to that same point where in another four years, five years, like everything is going to get more. Well, I don't know. Is it, It's open for debate. Is it going to get more vertically integrated? Is everybody just so, going to start sharing with everybody and then it really doesn't matter because they all kind of do the same things. And then it comes down to, you know, they're almost commodities. And now you're, you're looking at aesthetics, speed, mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know but, preference. But I, I don't. I, I don't know if Amazon and Google are gonna play nice though. Like they're already. They already have beef, right? Like it wasn't today that um, Google like pulled YouTube from a bunch of Amazon devices. Oh really? And like their their, their Fire Stick, they pulled YouTube from it. I think the um, all the. I'm not sure if they did for all the Kindles, but they. I think they pulled YouTube from everything. Oh um, man, that pisses me off. Yeah, because Amazon was like, we're not selling your Chromecast. We're not selling your Google Home on Amazon. What? And yeah. Um, no way, really? So they, and, and I think I think Amazon might not be selling the Nest as well because Nest is a Google, it's part yeah, of the Alphabet yeah. company. Um, so, you know, I don't know if they're going to play nice. Maybe they will. Um, they should because it just makes for really, the, the customer is the one that's going to suffer at the end, right? Oh my God, you can't, you can't buy it. Do you see it? Are you looking right now? That is so weird. Yeah, sorry. I just I just looked it up. Yeah. But you but you could have a week ago. Yeah. So, anyways, they're they're beefing now. Look at this, <laughs> man. You type in Google Home into Amazon. First result you get is Echo. Yeah. Wow. Holy so shit. The, so I I don't know if they're all gonna play nice, man. Um, no. No. Okay. But okay. Remember when? Oh, this is two years ago. When Amazon Prime Video came out, and Apple, all the, you know, Apple doesn't say anything. They're always so closed-lipped. But somewhere it got leaked that Apple will never ever put Prime Video on Apple TV. And now mm-hmm. this week, Prime Video is on Apple TV. So eventually, I think consumers will just demand that you're yep. able to do this or okay or by that logic why hasn't google if if google pulled their their products from the iphone i would switch to to a pixel in a heartbeat yeah and you know? they, they did they did at a at a point right when they launched it was very integrated they had google search and then after they did they take i don't think they took google search away they did it was um, bing it was bing for a while yeah, and even like maps and stuff, they pulled that. Apple made their own. There was just so much shit, and it wasn't like Apple Maps is garbage, right? And I don't know. Everyone, I had when they made Nice, I just downloaded all the Google products back onto my iPhone. Right. Okay, but um, well, without tangent, I want to get back to this, but uh, this is, I think this is super interesting. Do you know how many people have Google Maps installed on their iPhone? What percentage? This is an old stat. This is from like six 90? years ago. Sorry, this is from 90%. six six months ago. Ninety percent? No, think again, bro. 
Higher? Nope. Not even not even close. Really? Fifty percent? Nope. Thirty percent. Twenty-three percent. Wow, Apple people love drinking that Kool-Aid, man. No, they don't. No, no. So think about it, though. Think about it. We're in the bubble. Most people who have iPhones don't even know. Yeah. Like yeah. they. So I, yeah. I after after I heard this on Gruber's podcast, I quizzed my parents because he said to try this on your parents if your parents were still alive. So I said to my dad, "Hey, what what maps do you have? Google on your phone." Google Maps? Yeah, yeah, here. And it was Apple Maps. So uh, he, yeah. you know, so when Apple first did Maps, I thought it was, the. I mean, so many people thought it was the stupidest thing. But then when yeah. you think about this long play, it kind of makes sense because it is getting better. So Siri uses yeah. uh, Apple Maps for everything. And I've noticed that every at every release, it gets better and better and better. So maybe... Mm-hmm five years from now, it'll be where Google was three years ago, but then it's mm-hmm. going to get to that point where it's, it really is at parity. There might be some nice sugar and then nobody will. So there could be, mm-hmm. and I think you're seeing this with prime video, with prime audio, with um, all these different services. Like I truthfully didn't even know that. So I've been an Amazon prime member since the first week it was available in Canada. So about two, two, three years, maybe maybe even more mm-hmm. didn't even know until last week that I had access to prime video and prime audio. Yeah. I thought that was an extra service on top of, on top of prime. So shame on Amazon for bad advertising or shame on me for just not reading. But I started exploring prime audio. They've got a great catalog. Mm. So if they keep getting better then, or if prime video keeps getting better, at one point, if I really go down the Amazon well, yeah, maybe maybe I won't need iTunes. My problem yeah. is I've bought so much already on iTunes that unless Apple makes a way for me to take that with me, which they won't, I'm forever locked into iTunes because of my how much I buy from from Apple. So mm-hmm. I've kind of made my own bed with with. But it, with... it's it, it's it's kind of like what you're talking about too, though, like the. Everybody, if at some point the tech gets to a point where it's pretty even playing field, right? It's really then about content, right? Exactly. Yeah, licensing and, 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 and deals, right now, right? and yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Netflix making their own stuff, Amazon making their own videos. You know, everyone's trying to make their own content now because that's the only other real reason why a consumer would switch. So, where do you see Apple in this mix? Because from where I sit, they're in a, they're in trouble. I don't know, even, okay, so, yeah, okay. So, two, two, yeah. two ways, I think. Mm-hmm. Siri is garbage. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It gets very basic things wrong, and it can't even do half of what uh, Google Assistant or Google Home can do. So, mm-hmm. if the HomePod, when it comes out, which it got delayed, it was supposed to ship at the end of this year, it got delayed till next year, so already maybe a bad sign. The rumor on the HomePod is that the, you know how Amazon released that Echo called, the, the one with the video camera? can't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. That Apple is now trying to make, two, like they're going to try to launch the HomePod with a screen and not a screen, and that's why they delayed it. So, okay. but if it, Obviously, it's going to have Siri, 
and mm-hmm. it Series X. So that's not a selling feature for me at all. It's and if you look at how they're positioning it, it they're positioning it against Sonos. So yeah, they're saying this is the best audio you're going to find. Well, okay, I don't like Alexa, which if you look at the reviews has the worst audio quality. Mm. It plays pretty good music. I mm-hmm. was listening to Christmas music while making dinner tonight and sure, it's not amazing, but I'm not an audiophile and not most people aren't audiophiles. I it sounded fine to me. So and I'm sure Apple's is going to cost $500, not $100, right? Mm-hmm. So I think consumers might and again, I'm, Apple is very smart. They know what the hell they're doing. But if they don't play this right, I think it could bump or it'll be for these only super diehard Apple people, but they're going to really wish they had or or it's going to be an add-on. You're going to have the Alexa, the Home, and the, the HomePod, and it's basically going to be a Sonos. So you're going to just play music on it and Sonos will be in trouble because... Sonos is really expensive, Sonos, so if you're going to buy... Yeah, yeah Sonos is yeah. Good, No, okay, yeah. but I, I don't... Have you seen their stuff now? Like, they're they're trying to play nice with all these other... Yep. So I was I pulled up the Sonos website while we were talking here because they had a big announcement where... Oh, yeah, that's right. So they have Spotify. No, wait, wait. No, they've, they've had that for a while. They have something... Anyway, I can't find it, but they had a big announcement last month and maybe they're getting into apps or something too, or they're going to let other apps, I can't find it. So maybe I'm, I'm just imagining this, but okay. There was something, um, but yeah. Okay. But, but you, but you're saying Sonos is, so why, why, why are you, why do you say Sonos is dead? Okay. So to me, I actually, okay. Stepping back a bit, I actually don't think Apple is dead. I actually think this is a good play for them, to be very honest, because just in my use case right now, I find with the Google Home, I use it like so much of it for music. And, you know, I don't have access to Apple Music. Uh, Apple Music, I think it has a bigger library than Spotify. It's really good. Um, there's a bunch of albums like I want to hear that I can't get because I don't have Apple Music. Right. Um, but Apple's always like, you know, we make high quality stuff. And if they can make a really high quality speaker, then people will pay. Like even like I look at the Google Home, I paid um, I don't know a buck eighty for it, and the the sound quality is quite good. But I would have easily I I'll easily pay like five hundred dollars for a nice a nice stereo system. Like think about like your before all this, what kind of how much you pay for your regular stereo system at home, um, and you know if you can get like a really high quality speaker. Um, for like say 500 bucks or whatever, you go to the Apple store right now, you pay for a high quality speaker, you're paying easily that much money. So, right. you know, they're just, they're, they're focusing, they're focusing and they're making it just, um, yeah, they're, they're focusing, they, they know the series not, not good enough yet. So they're focusing around music, but this is now they got into your house and everything else now is software updates, right? So a Siri gets better, they can just update, uh, update, and it'll just naturally get better and better. But people are gonna buy it more for music than anything else. Um, like if you look at even Google Home or Alexa right now, you you pitch that to to your parents. I think the HomePod is gonna be a a more 
it, it makes more sense to them. You're right. And, it's and like, yeah. You're yeah. right. And and for me, I will I will buy it when it comes out unless it's crazy expensive because I use Apple TV and I'm sure it's going to do the same thing mm. that Chromecasting uh, does. Which So when I heard my friend talking about why he got a Google Home, he got the Google Home for the Chromecast ability. So mm-hmm. the the ability to wake your TV up, change the input and play a video with your voice. Mm-hmm. I do that all the time using yep. uh, my uh, AirPlay on uh, and but my TV is really old so I actually have to like switch the input. It's not smart enough to it won't automatically switch the input so I'm I just need to get a new TV probably but the mm-hmm. I'm sure HomePod will do that really, really well. So, okay, you're right. That's a fair argument. I mean, if they're focusing on the audio, then Sonos should be worried because that's the differentiator right now for, for Sonos. And yeah. it has no, it, it doesn't even have an idea of AI or an assistant or anything like that. So they're either going to yeah. have to partner with Google or partner with with Amazon or partner with somebody or they're going to just disappear. Yeah, and, and the other thing too is like you, you though you know we we are in this we are in this bubble and like i I understand like you know my parents wouldn't go and buy chromecast audio or something but like i have like pretty good stereos and i can just have i hook up a chromecast audio to it and i hook up a few of these things and boom i have like a sonos system on on the cheap right Um, right sonos is way more expensive than i than i thought i wanted to get they've got a really nice uh it's called the the sound bar that you can put mm-hmm. underneath your television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know how much that thing costs? How much is it? Eight hundred bucks. Eight hundred bucks. Yeah. I don't know. I and don't know. and I looked at that and uh, I was like, man, eight hundred bucks. Like that's not that's not enough. And I'm not a. So when you said think about how much you spent for your sound system, mm-hmm. my sound system is my TV. I have no bass. Okay. I have no stereo. It's whatever sound comes out of my TV. That's my. I just. Oh, so you use that for for music and stuff at home? No, we don't even play music in the house. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my my use case, I think, is weird because we're not... But now that I've got Alexa, I've been playing Mm. music just in the past three days. Hey, just put on ambient chill music. And it's nice. It's, It's nice to just have... And even for the kids, it's nice having something to listen to, but that's not visual and then they can still be Mm -hmm. doing their thing and have some background stuff so it i could totally see myself getting into uh getting into that but i've never and that's why i've never been interested in a sonos in fact like if somebody bought me a sonos i would probably i i probably return it at this point or i would yeah maybe bring it to the office or something just because i personally that's a use case that's that's a little lost on me i'm not gonna I don't host a lot of parties. I'm not looking to, you know, get out of my shower and be listening to music. That's just not, Mm -hmm. that's not me. That's not my jam. So, but but I know a lot of people who it is like my cousin who just built a house has 12 Sonoses built into his house and he loves it. But but then I went over to his place and he was starting to have buyer's remorse because he's seeing these other, like, you know, like Apple, Google, they're yeah. they're innovating maybe faster and now he's got these things built into his into his house and he was asking yeah. if he, if he made the right choice and the way i looked at it was 
I mean, look, if you've got the money to put 12 Sonoses in your house, you've probably got the money to rip them out and put in, <laughs> you know, Google Homes if, if that's your, if, if you want to. But yeah. hopefully Sonos, if things get really bad, they partner with one of these people where you could control your, oh, wait, wait, okay, maybe that's what they announced. Hang on. Let me just, while I'm talking here, can you control your Sonos with Alexa? Yes, you can. Right? Yeah. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what they announced. So their bet must be we're just going to create great integrations with these smart mm -hmm. speakers because we're not going to, there's no way we can invest in, in that kind of technology. So, yeah. which, which again, then he didn't make the wrong choice because he'll put a, no. he'll put a smart yeah. speaker in his kitchen and that'll control all 12 of his Sonoses. Yeah. So, yeah. um, Okay, a couple more things on on my on my list here. This is this is really good because I think we. So I was hoping you use Spotify. I figured you would. You don't use Apple Music. Uh no, I don't. Okay. Uh, so I, I I signed up for Apple Music at the very beginning when it first came out, uh, and I found it to be so clunky, um, because it was really confusing. And I don't, maybe it's a, it's a lot improved right now, but. I owned a lot of music at the time. Then I was using Apple Music and I'd search for something and it would tell me to buy it even though I was paying for Apple Music and I was streaming things. And they were trying to sell like kind of two different products in the same kind of UI, which was very confusing and it kind of oh, turned yeah. me off. iTunes and, Match and, then I and, to... and, uh, and Apple Music probably. Yeah. Um, so I moved to Spotify. Uh, I, well, I, at that point when everything you know when they were all coming out i just tried all everything i tried title i tried apple music i tried spotify um yeah google play music a little bit but spotify was pretty good yeah well everybody i was a big fan of rdo and oh fuck rdo was the shit i love yeah, rdo yeah so yeah. they were they were my original and i was really sad when they when they lost because product wise yeah. they had the best product and yeah so Spotify, everyone tried to get me to switch for all the social parts of it, playlists and following. That to mm -hmm. me has never been interesting for some reason. Yeah. It's just lost on me, that whole idea of SoundCloud, I think, fills that void for me where I'll follow some indies, some DJs. I've got friends who I like their, their taste and I'll go on SoundCloud mm -hmm. to sort of be on like the cutting edge. Like the, I listen yeah. to a lot of like dubstep and industrial and stuff like that. So that's sort of where I get the social piece of it where, mm -hmm. but when it comes to just, I want to play music, I just pick the biggest catalog. So I, I want my parents, I want Christina, I want my in-laws, my grandparents. Like I want, if you want a song, I want to be able to play it for you. So mm -hmm. Apple music to me uh, just wins because it has the big, the big, the biggest catalog. And yeah. if you look at where Apple invests their money, they invested in music. So they'll always have the biggest catalog. They will always overpay for music if they have to. If if somebody does an exclusive other than Jay-Z and his his mafia, it'll be on Apple Music. No, it'll... but even Jay-Z's last album, he he put it on Apple Music. Right, after right. Because they paid him a, a week on fuck, title. A fuck yeah. ton of money, right? Didn't Taylor yeah. Swift get twenty five million or something to release it a few months early on Apple Music? Man. Yeah, it's in, it's, it's insane. Yeah. They bought the Beatles catalog for an undisclosed yeah. amount of money. So 
the and you know what the more i the more i talk about that i think you nailed it i hadn't thought about apple's strategy there so they already kick ass at music they've got the best catalog siri mm-hmm. is very good at music so if there's one thing siri is perfect at it's using the most natural language to find music so mm-hmm. maybe this has been their plan all along get really good at delivering on that then they've got this 10 year siri plan in the works and like you said once they've got that into your house you've presumably you probably have an apple tv if you have a home pod now they've got your tv and your living room apple home is really good it integrates with all the smart home stuff so then all of a sudden as long as siri can get better fast enough mm-hmm. then maybe you're right maybe they become a, a real competitor and i think where the home pod could kick serious ass because apple has that developer ecosystem and there's so much just know-how around iOS. You know, everybody can kind of make an app or it's very easy to find someone to, to make mm-hmm. an app. If they make it just as easy for people to make HomePod apps, then that would be a big game changer as well, right? Yeah, and yeah, and it depends on what these apps are. Like, you know, there's a tons of these Alexa, Alexa skills and even Google Home with, you know, tons of applications like the trivia thing you're talking about. But I don't know, like none of them are amazing. Like none, none of them are something that I want to use on a regular yeah. basis that I found at least so far. Um, but actually one, one reason why Apple Music is shit though is they're only on their ecosystem. So yes, like Alicia has an, she's a Samsung user and she's like, well, okay, like, she can't even listen to any music. And I have Spotify. We, it's cross-platform. Right. It's yes. all good. Yes. Um, so Apple being Apple, like, you know, they want you to go all in on them. Um, Except for Sonos. Which, so Sonos is the only one yeah. that lets you play Apple music. So mm-hmm. that that's why. Yeah, like, that's I, true. Yeah. So I, I think there is this like, and who knows, maybe Apple, well, no, Apple wouldn't buy Sonos. Um Actually, they might if if they yeah, were gonna yeah. buy if they were gonna buy anybody, they'd probably buy Sonos just because their design yeah. their design aesthetic is more Apple-y, right? Um, yeah. But again, why would they though, right? If they're like, it sounds like Apple is kind of doing what they're doing, maybe even better. Um, yeah. Well, I guess we have to wait and see how the speaker the the, the HomePod goes. But but I I, I I do think though though the one like I love the Apple's like focused and it's more about like just built around music. And I think that's a great positioning for them. But I think on the other side, you have like Google, which I don't know, like Amazon has their retail arm. Apple has their, like their music. And in this home situation, what does Google, like what's their niche? Like they just, they're like, well, we'll do a bit of everything. Kind of like Android, you know, we, we do it all. Um, which might work against them. But at the same time, I don't know. You look at, I think it, will really come down to also how it integrates with everything else in your house right so google has the advantage of having the nest having you know nest has like the thermostat the drop cam or um they have the doorbell they have all these things now that now play really nice with google home and they'll play nice with alexa too but maybe google like pulls that from them who knows um and I'm, i'm curious about that like is it do you think the google home stuff do you, do you think like like the IoT 
uh, Internet of Things in the house. Do you think that's going to be a big deal? Do you do you really see a future with like smart refrigerators, smart coffee machines? Like, um, yeah. What would what, what what are your thoughts on that? I do. I just think it's going to take a lot longer than than we think. And the, the to me, the early indicators of that are hmm. uh, car car play is a good example of that. So mm-hmm. why did it take 10 years for CarPlay to get into your car? Or what, what's Android's version of that called? Um, uh, whatever, Android car. Yeah, yeah, Android so, car, sure. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm sure you've had this, I, everybody who has a car with a map on it has had this idea of, why am I using this shitty OEM third-party navigation software when I could be using Google Maps? Like, why haven't these car companies just gone to Google and said, Hey, can you put Google Maps in this car? And mm-hmm. why has that taken 10 years? I mean, you know, the technology's yeah. been there. And yeah. the the problem is that cars are the only way you can make money making a car is by buying the cheapest components from thousands of people and assembling the cars together. Like GE or sorry, G, uh, Ford doesn't make their navigation system. They farm it out to some company who then and then they and and they just kind of play integrator. So yeah. I think that uh ovens, refrigerators, they all suffer that same problem where until the, you until you get a platform like Android or Google that can unify them, the mm. internet of things it's going to be so fractured because GE is going to have they're, they're going to be making their bets and then you know like your microwave you're going to have to get the same microwave fridge and and an oven but that's not the way things work because if you don't buy a new house if your fridge goes you're not going to replace all three of your appliances in one go right so there's mm. there's all these weird things around the smart home with with appliances that to me are so far off because of how we buy them how they're made and that they're expensive. They're not something you just sort of impulse yeah. buy a fridge. And, yeah. and I think one of the best teardowns of the whole TV situation, remember when there was all those rumors that Apple was going to release an, a real TV. Mm-hmm. So whether or not they do one day in the future, the, I can't remember who was saying it, but one of the best arguments against it is that it's Apple is not in the business of selling a product that you replace every 10 years. And mm. most people replace their TV every 10 years or something like that. It's not a, mm-hmm. you don't replace your TV every two years. And yeah. the components of the television are still expensive enough that it's it's impossible to make a good $100 television. So we're not at the, at the stage yet where, um, so yeah, I guess to answer your question, I do think that it's going to take Apple or Google creating... OEM SDKs like, you know, Apple's version of uh, an embedded operating like iOS for devices or something like that, yeah. where your fridge is running like, iOS. Yeah. Like, like, like that's what it's going to take yeah. in order for that to take off. And then, and then Amazon's going to be fucked because unless they're making bets into that world, which knowing them, they probably are. You start to mm-hmm. get these these weird niches where each of these companies has their own strengths and mm-hmm. it's um but hang on i want to oh, you mentioned something about uh google though which i think 
So when I first described how I use Google Home at my in-laws and I talked about trivia, it's not an app that we use. It's it's just the the killer feature is is just Google's AI to me is so much better. And mm. from where yeah. I so it, we just asked Google like there's no app. We just said, "Hey Google, who hit a home run?" and it it can find that somehow in in all of its information. So maybe I'm Do you do you, you try that with Alexa? Oh yeah, yeah, totally failed. Just that I yeah. don't know how to do that. Yeah. So, and Siri just pulls up a Google search. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, the from where I sit as a someone who knows enough about computer science to be dangerous, but also could totally not know what I'm talking about, that's the hardest part. Yeah. So, you know. And it, it, yeah, and it is, and that was my motivation for for getting the Google Home. But it's like, it's it's fun for a bit, but I'm like, one, it's a very small use case, at least for me right now. Um, yeah, and and it's more of like a parlor trick. It is, it is, it's totally. And the one part I do think is really cool though is, and I, I we talked about this before, is just like my nephews, they're like um, five and two, and they can communicate with Google Home. And that's really cool um, because you just think about simple things like um, even like an alarm clock or like a, re- a clock period. Like kids at that age, at like two, you're, you're not going to be able to properly read a clock or you can't like control your own lullabies or something, play a song. And it's it's very hard for them to do that. And now it's like with voice, it's, it's very natural. It's very simple. Um, to get that information, to communicate. And um, yeah, and you don't have to, there's no fancy kind of hardware you have to build. It's like, it's just very natural. Right. Uh, and there's definitely something for that. And definitely something, even when I see my, my mom, she uses Google Home. We got one for, for my parents. And um, yeah, she's like, oh, play some um, Brian Adams or something. And it's really weird but cool seeing my mom inter- interact with it because she is not computer literate at yeah. all. Well, um, and and do, like do yeah. your nep- do your nephews have you ever watched them uh like have you ever watched them search for something on Google? Uh like in, on the on the computer? Yeah, or on their phone or on a phone or a tablet? Yeah, on YouTube I just see them cruising around on YouTube. Do they but... do they ever do they ever press the voice button and talk to no, never. Okay, never. so that so that they type. Yeah. Okay. Or they don't really type. They can't really. They. Yeah, it takes them forever. Like the the one that's five, it'll take him forever. So he'll just ask me to do it, or ask his his dad to do it. Oh, okay. Because I was always curious if um, so I saw Jack do it once. As soon as he mm-hmm. found out that you could press the microphone button and talk to the iPhone, he he started doing it. But it's it's not great. It can't really pick up what he's trying yeah. to do. So he got frustrated yeah. and he stopped doing it. But one of his first instincts was to press that button once he realized he could. And mm-hmm. it made sense to me that of course, when you're a kid, uh, typing is so slow. You could just talk yeah. it's so much faster. Yeah. And yeah. it's, um, yeah. And okay. So let's, so fast forward, you know, um, Oh, just talk about your parents. So I, I was thinking about, uh, you know, my my wife always makes fun of me because my my go to at Christmas time is just to get people some cool technology thing. So, you know, uh, I'm like, well, what should we get your parents? Oh, let's get them an Alexa. 
<laughs> uh, can't, would they really use that? Ah, whatever. It's fun. Like we should get them that, or you know, that's like my go-to. And yeah. Christine is really good at breaking down what they'll use it for if they'll actually use it. And yeah. we normally talk ourselves out of out of getting it, but 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 there's been a few surprises. Like I got them these things called the tile last year. Have you seen yeah, the tile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love so them. You don't lose your keys and stuff. They, yeah, they love it. They they it it like warned them that the battery was dying because you know they only last for a year or so and then you have to replace mm. them and uh my mom was legitimately panicked like, oh kent uh i got a notification that my tiles needs to be replaced uh you know basically hey can you go do that for me and yeah. so I, they've surprised me with certain things that they really kind of latched on to and sorry long story short I can't get my parents a Google Home or a Alexa because the first thing they're both going to say is they're going to ask to play a Beatles song and neither of those can do that. No, I'm, I'm looking right now because after you brought that up, Spotify has, uh, has a, a lot of the Beatles catalog. Really? I don't know if it's the complete catalog, but it's a lot of it, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just Apple. No, so, um, maybe Apple has a complete, complete catalog, but this is there's a lot of albums I'm seeing here. Oh, okay. Um, there you go. Maybe, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, the Beatles on Spotify. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, then I can get them so, at Google Home. There you go. You just you just did my Christmas shopping. Boom, boom. boom. Um, um, yeah, but, okay, so I, actually I want to rewind a little bit because, like, the connectedness thing, though, I don't you think, I, I kind of feel it's going to be a bigger thing. I, I don't know. I... I, I what's, well, what's gonna well, what's gonna be a bigger thing? Like just like the connectedness of the home and the IoT of things at, at at home, and um, you know, just being able to say like, hey, dim the lights, hey, um, I, I don't know, turn on the TV, um, or even building automatic skills where when you come home, maybe lights turn on when you like walk to your basement, the lights just kind of turn on automatically or something. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like building some of that stuff, but I also think what is cool, and I think this is where I think like um, Google and Apple have the advantage, is that you know I can tell my Google Home. I haven't actually tried this yet, but you can tell it to like beam stuff to your your phone. Like, hey, just throw that onto my phone. Ooh, that's and, cool. And that's kind of cool because you're like computing. I'm wondering if it just lives in. It doesn't really live and die in the living room. Like it, it really. It's like it, it's pervasive. It's everywhere, right? Um, so the Apple and Google definitely have a huge advantage there because they, they, they can do that kind of thing. Um, Google probably a lot more than Apple right now. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't know that that's, that's, that's going to, that's going to be awesome. I haven't actually used it much at all, but, um, I don't know. I, I think there's going to so, be a, a couple of use cases where I will. Uh, so I talked to my wife a lot about this because she, her company builds homes and, and condos. So they're always getting pitched smart home, uh, you know, smart home automation companies, and they really keep a, a really close eye on, on all this stuff. Okay. Because one of the yeah, things yeah. as a condo developer, you you buy a new condo and you go. Uh, one of the parts of the process is you. It's called picking your colors, which means like picking your upgrades. So you say, okay, I want an Ethernet jack here, and I want uh, I want, uh, you know, hardwood floors here, and I want carpet here. And mm -hmm. they want to be able to have, for people who can afford it or who want to, all these home automation 
you know, uh, mm-hmm. things. But again, what's funny is that she she asks for my opinion on them because, of course, you know, they're salesmen and they're and these are big. I'm not going to name names, but these are big companies in Toronto. And what they do is they they're almost um, consultants who sit. You know, they're not making any of these devices. They're they're like the geek squad, right? You mm-hmm. they install them, they service them, and they they have deals with you know they'll use the Philips Hue sometimes. They'll use the I can't remember all the different companies that have yeah. this stuff, but like they're yeah, not yeah. making these devices. They're they're consultants who just say, look, we'll handle all your home automation needs, right? And mm. there's a ton of them just in Toronto alone. So, but the problem is when you dig into it. So I looked at one of their their proposals. It the, the, like they they've only they're only going to work on Android. So mm. they've picked Android. Really? Yeah. Well, oh. it, this okay. is just like one example. So yeah. The more we we kind of dug into it, I I looked at okay, but what if you're on an iPhone? And we started looking through, and it only talks about Android, Android, and then it turns out that this company just has made a deal with with all the Android, like so they, and it's it's like this custom hardware. So you're not you're not getting the source. You're getting this third partied uh, tablet that controls your house, and it runs some version right. of Android. Right. right, right so, right, you, right. and then when you start looking into that world, you have this whole middle layer of really shitty services yeah. and operating yeah. systems that are that are sitting on top of Android that that let you do all this stuff. But they don't play with Google Home. They don't play mm-hmm. with. So, you have to be really careful. And this is why I think it's still going to take a while because you you need companies like like. It's the same reason why I think Google best move they made was making the well, the Nexus and then the Pixel, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's people. I mean, okay, Samsung's—they're not starving. Samsung's doing just fine. But over mm-hmm. time, I believe that people will want to drink from the Google well if they can, because it's going to be better. There's going to be exclusive things, more developer time whatever you want to call it, Android will always be better on a pixel than on any other device. I mean, yeah, they might I'm, not, they might not yeah. admit that, but come on, like, let's be, let's yeah. be real here. That's just ridiculous. If you think that that's not the case. So yeah. if I was doing a smart home, I would want to make sure that I was using like first order primitives. Right. So yeah. I don't want any third party shit. I want to deal with the good stuff. And but, but, but Kent, this is, this is the difference though. I think like when, what they pitched to you was, um that shitty middle layer is that is because everything's on like a tablet and using a tablet to control stuff but what what's what you can easily do though is like once you have an alexa or a google home you cut that shitty layer out right away but but i think they somehow lock you into their don't they it it doesn't have to be because like you know any led bulb like you can kind of you, you can adjust like um uh, I, I think any LED bulb is like a smart connected. So I can go to Home Depot. You can just buy a switch, and you just replace the existing switch on your on your wall. And then suddenly you can then um, hook that up to Alexa if you wanted to. Okay, that's true. Okay, but so then let's get into the next phase. Though. So that's new. Ho- that's new condo, right? This is a new home. So yeah. it's it's there's a lot of reasons why you're going to put a smart home in. You're already spending hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars. Why not spend an extra 15K and get a fully smart home thing? That makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah. My wife and I just, you know, we bought this house a year ago. We have, uh, for some reason, our owners, previous owners, just love pot lights. So it's kind of nice. We have pot lights everywhere, which are more expensive than normal lights. But if I wanted to smart home my house, it would cost me a fortune because I it wasn't designed it, it, for a smart home. It, it actually won't. It won't. Because really? like, if your pot lights are running LED lights, if the pot lights are LED, I think you just swap out the, your switch on your wall. And you can buy that at Home Depot for like 40 bucks, And then suddenly you can you can then um control it like using your google home or alexa yeah really yeah oh man okay i gotta look into that because i was uh that that makes sense i never really thought about that you could just control it at the switch Hmm. yeah okay so i like your i like your version of the future better so you're right maybe that's the vector then as long as you can get if if it's a 40 dollar switch that can that can solve that problem for you then it's probably going to happen a lot faster. You're right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm I'm with you. That's and now now I want to go do my homework now and get all this stuff on Boxing Day and you know <laughs> I have a, I have a friend who who's gone all in on this and um, you know he has some things where he walks in uh, through the main door at a certain time this thing turns on that thing turns off um, or he has a voice commanded so he can say like turn off the lights in the living room or it's movie time so he'll know to dim the lights to a certain thing he'll turn the TV on switch to the right input whatever and he'll do all these things for him um, in practicality though when I'm over and he's like you know showing me these brother tricks I'm like <laughs> it doesn't really work as well right. as you kind of make it out to be um, but the, the the kind of nerd in me though I'm like hey I want to I want to mess with this a little bit like um a buddy of mine he he got the alexa early on he when he was coming home he'd get the lights to flicker every time he got on the train so his wife would know that okay his the, his, um he, he was on his way way back um <laughs> i don't know but you can do just a bunch of like weird random shit like that right but um i don't know i had a the lifex bulb which is kind of like it was like a kickstarter of similar to what the philips hue is pretty yep. much exactly the same thing yeah i remember um, that yeah, and that, I don't know, when I first got it, I would, like, fuck with it on my phone, and I'd be like, hey, I was going to have a light show, and I was to turn all my lights red, all my lights green, and then yeah. after a while, I'm like, okay, cool, it's just a light. I, I never use those features at all, um, and right now I have it, and I'm debating, because it doesn't look the prettiest, but I kind of want to use it for, like, my um, on my porch or something to automatically turn the lights on and off at a certain time, or if I'm away from my home, I can turn it on, Um so that's where also also that smart home automation uh, See, comes yeah, to like, play, right? Th- that stuff to me makes a lot of sense, and g- I like how you called out your 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 boy for the the parlor tricks. Like a, I I talked myself out of a very expensive purchase today, where I wanted to. I have a a Logitech Harmony hub for controlling my my TV, like the universal remote. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I figured, okay, they must have a skill on Alexa. So sure enough, they do. But of course it's not for my, my version. It's my version's too old. So mm-hmm. I, I looked up online and the, the one that works with Alexa is like 279 bucks. And mm. I was like, okay. I was like, fuck, that's a little too much. Um, but okay. It's probably going to go on sale. Maybe this will be my boxing day, uh, gift to my, mm-hmm. myself. I'll wait for it to, to go on sale, maybe January or something. And I'll, I'll pick it up for 30 or 40% off. Then I got thinking a little bit more as the day went on. 
how's this going to work? Like, <laughs> I was like, just wondering that. Yeah, like, why Why am I, why, why would I buy this? Okay, so I'm going to tell Alexa to turn on my TV. And maybe I'll be able to, to say, turn on my Apple TV. And then it'll switch to input three. Or turn on my TV and then it'll switch to input two. But then what? Am I going to say, watch CNN? Is it going to know how to do that? Or, or what if I say, go to channel 1356? Am I going to have to say the channel every time I want to change the channel? Like, no, that's ridiculous. What's yeah. going to happen is I'm going to say, turn the TV on. Then I'm going to go get the remote and I'm going to change the channel with the remote. So I'm spending yeah. $250 to, to save me a, 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 a split second. Like that, that's like the, it's so stupid. And I just talked my, I no, I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy this thing. And I was trying to think of where, where does the benefit of audio come in when you're watching television? Is, is there any okay. benefit? So I, I, I use my Google home a little bit now to, it's honestly more of a part of the trick, but I'll say like, I'll tell Google to play stranger things on my TV. And it'll know to switch to the right input. It'll turn on Netflix and it'll start Stranger Things. Mm, that's um, pretty cool. But that, that, but that's what I was saying. Saying like, you know, the voice stuff is good for very discrete tasks. Like yes. you gotta be specific with it. But on a, when you're watching TV, I don't. That's not really how you watch TV, right? Like it is when you really know what you want. But generally, you kind of don't. And you're just kind of surfing around. Um, and whatever's on is on. And you know, it's it's what also makes like picking stuff at Netflix so fucking hard. I spend more time looking for something on Netflix than I do watching. You know? I, I I like the idea of shows more than shows. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I will I will look at Netflix and say to myself, I really want to watch that. Then when the opportunity comes, I don't. And yeah. it's almost like a trailer for a movie where sometimes I like the trailer better than the than the movie. And there's something about yeah. the idea of wanting to watch it or knowing that it's yeah. there, but then I, I don't watch it. Like there's this yeah. one right now called like Hitler's um, war train or something. And it's about this custom train that was like this ridiculous engineering feat that he built for himself during the war. And I've watched the trailer four or five times on Netflix. And I, I love, I love world war two history. I love kind of those big, like how it's made and like engineering kind of shows. And yeah. I've had, it's like 10 opportunities to watch this this show. And every time I see it, I'm like, oh, that looks so cool. And I just don't watch it. So, and, and there's like 50 of those things on Netflix. So, but but at the same time, I'm not going to sit there and ever and say to my TV, like, entertain me and just have it shuffle a show for me. And, you know, like, like you said, TV is either you're exploring and then you want the input or else yeah. it, it feels like radio when you're on like auto or auto what's it called um seek mode which yeah. sucked because you'd actually hear something you wanted then you'd have to go back like it i think apple actually solved it with with their apple remote where you can explore with your back and forth but then if you mm -hmm. if you remember what you want they've got that voice button so mm. a lot of times with the kids we'll be looking on Netflix like like swiping back and forth and then jack will say oh i really want to watch frozen and then instead of going back to home going into movies i'll just say play frozen and then boom we're yeah. watching frozen yeah. and yeah. Th that's a wonderful little you know kind of a, of a mix there so i guess 
in, yeah. in a in an Apple or in a Google world, I could just say, "Hey Google, okay Google, play Frozen," and then it would just play it. Um, but yeah. but yeah, I I think you're right about the idea of it being discreet and um. Okay, hang on. The, one other thing I wanted to get your get your thoughts on here because somebody mentioned this on a podcast, and I'd personally never thought of it before. So. Do you want your AI to be friendly or sterile? So I'll give you an example. So Siri is friendly. So if you say, hey, Siri, and it doesn't get, like if you said, uh, call Nick, and it can't hear you, Mm -hmm. it'll say, wow. Like sometimes it'll make these these self-deprecating comments. It's almost like they've programmed these little like, human kind of like, oh, wow, I really messed that one up or something like that. Whereas Alexa is the coldest one. So it tells you no extra information. It's, it's, it's like a slave. Basically you just ask and it tells you, and there's no, it it doesn't think it's, it's literally a robot. Whereas Siri, they're almost trying to make it this, this human like conversational thing. And I'd never thought about where I fall, and I'm curious where where you fall on that on that spectrum. I think friendly. My my gut says friendly. Um, I think you want some personality with it. If it's too sterile, then I don't know. You can't really have fun with it. I don't I, I don't think. Or you're not gonna feel as inclined to speak naturally to it. Hmm. You know, like how 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 their voices is gonna how they speak to you is gonna dictate how you speak to it. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that one before. Yeah. I, I would think so, at least. No, um, yeah, you're right. That makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm, I'm more on the sterile side only because I've tried to really make Siri work. Like I try to work around Siri. Like mm-hmm. my wife's last name is uh, Genoni, and mm-hmm. it's an Italian last name. It's Siri can't figure it out, so I have to say, um, "Call Christina Gianani," and mm-hmm. that'll get it. So I've adapted. Yeah my my way to to fit siri right yeah when siri messes up which happens a lot for me and then she comes with one of these snide remarks it (laughs) i i i actually feel myself getting triggered like i get upset i'm like oh interesting i'm like you you are like stop it this isn't funny you're you're (laughs) like you're you're bad at this like why are you making a joke um and I would rather it just say nothing because to me, the mm. fact that it, it's almost like it knows that it's not great and it's like poking fun at itself. And I don't want that in a, in a, in a robot. I want my robots to be smarter. And yeah, but that's I, not I to say that like Alexa is smarter. It's just colder. No, right. But, but to me, she feels smarter because she, she doesn't say anything that I don't ask. If that makes sense. Like, like okay, sure. I, I feel like Siri is going to be the one where it's just going to be like listening to your conversation and like start laughing at a joke you say. Like Apple will build that in first, even if you didn't summon it. <laughs> if you like tell a joke, it'd be like ha ha ha, good one, Nick. And yeah, and that will never cross their mind at, at Amazon. They're like, no, this is a, like Jeff Bezos is about business. You know, he's like, if I don't yeah. summon you, I don't want to talk to you. And I, I think I'm more on that side of the, or, or, you know, I think of like Iron Man Jarvis, 
I don't think Jarvis even makes. Uh, maybe ah, Jarvis yeah. has some personality. Yeah, to him. he's got yeah. some personality to him. Okay, I, 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 want, yeah. I, want, I want what Iron Man has, man. Okay, maybe we can end with this question: Who do you think is going to build Jarvis first? Like, who is going to get out of? And actually, we we didn't even talk about Facebook. So Facebook's kind of the dark horse here because they have no hardware, but they have mm-hmm. a ton of AI. That their bench of AI is 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 deep. And yeah, but do they have good voice? Uh, kind of. Do they have a lot of? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do, I, no, do but, they have but, a lot of like NLP people on their team? Well, I just I just don't think anyone knows what they're doing. So I think they have a they have a lot of people on their payroll who are you know AI researchers. Mark Zuckerberg is mm-hmm. trying to build his own version of Jarvis, which is actually pretty impressive. I don't know if you saw his video last year of the progress he made last year, but um, mm-hmm. and but anyway, like there, let's not talk about them. So who's going to build it? Is it going to be uh, Google, Apple, Amazon, obviously not Sonos. Um, who who do you think is going to be the first to kind of get there? I think it's Google. Yeah. I think Google because, A, the information that they have available, their AI is like probably ahead of everybody else. And they're the most connected. Like the fact is, like you brought up, like that fragmentation is a big deal. Um, but Android is already, it's like an OS, they have Android running in fringes and stuff already yeah 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 you know and so they're ahead of that game and if you want to be jarvis and jarvis is going to build some shit for you or do that it has to know all these devices has to be able to talk to all these devices um it it must be google from from that set i i agree i think that and that's where obviously apple they're smart they know this they have all this cash in the bank and they're making so much money and like all that stuff but I, I wonder what they're, uh, you know, like you, you think 10 years from now, how could a company like that go away? And mm-hmm. I think they could go away if they can't innovate, if they can't out innovate on those kinds of things, the way Google is almost designed to do, then I could see them going away. Mm. I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm being, I have no idea, but I just, I, there's something about Google's advantage here that they, I don't know. It's just, it seems so hard. Like if I was Amazon or or Apple, maybe they're going to have to team up to take on Google or, or, or something because the, the amount of information and the organization and the, and the talent that Google has to tackle these problems, it just feels like it's, almost intractable at this point. I don't know, but that's just but, me looking. But, 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 but then I, I, I think Amazon, Amazon still has retail on lock and that retail use case is a very big use case. Yeah. So, but how, but how know, long but is I, it going to, yeah. Yeah. Maybe Google partners with like, maybe Instacart does something with Walmart in Canada here. And then Google, Google has something going on there and you can order stuff directly from Walmart or Loblaws or whatever here. And that works. Um, as like a substitute, a poor man substitute to like Amazon. If Amazon doesn't want to play nice, maybe. Yeah, you know? I I, I like, feel like there's there's gonna have to be like the, the, these guys are gonna have to start teaming up with each other because they they're in such different verticals that hmm. it's it seems too much for anyone to get into retail, but then it seems too much for anyone to really get into search, and it seems too much for anyone to really get into, um, well. 
and that's why I think Apple's almost the most exposed because, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's talks now that they've got a car in the works and if they go down that road, if they get into the car world, then it's just a very different company. Right? Well, even so, the, the, the AR, the AR stuff, I, the AR play, I think is, I think that makes the most sense. And I think I can see that being cool. Um, so I, I don't know. Like in what, 2019, they would want to do like AR headsets, right? Oh, is that, what they're, is that what they're saying? I think so, yeah. Oh, that would be really cool if they can get into yeah. the, if they can almost kind of do the Google Glass thing in a real way. That Yeah. Yeah, that, that I mean, that, yeah. that would be a game changer too, for sure. Because that'll be one of those ones that'll, kind of like the iPhone and the iPad, where it'll it'll just infect every day with like a new, yeah. like yeah. it'll just become a, a thing. Like, oh yeah, everyone wears these these headsets now. And um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. If anyone's actually. gonna 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 make it cool, it's gonna be Apple, right? Um, but doesn't but that fuck, but, man? Yeah. yeah, but but again, though, to me, it all falls back on on your like it. It's almost like Google owns the, you know, if you're like a payments company, or if you're, you know, okay, like take even Stripe, like Stripe, the biggest you know uh, payment gateway for developers, but they still don't own the bank, so that they're still beholden to a bank, and in their case, it's like mm-hmm. Wells Fargo. So if Wells Fargo wanted to fuck Stripe, they could. Now, they have mm-hmm. a big investment in them, so why would they? But like they still rely on Wells Fargo to be there or else they couldn't do what they do. And mm-hmm. I feel like Google has zero dependencies. You know, like Google mm-hmm. will eventually figure it out. So like look how long it's taken them to create the Pixel. The Pixel is almost as good as the iPhone from a hardware perspective. So Give them five more years, and it's going to be maybe as good or better than than the iPhone. I, I don't know, it, it, but but it won't. It it, it won't though. Like it, I I have the Pixel and I have the Pixel Two. It's it's a really good phone, but I, I it just looks like a, it looks so cheap compared to the iPhone. Really? There's something. Yeah, there's something when iPhone does it. It just it feels it feels like definitely higher end. Um, the Google, the, the Pixel 2 feels like a successor to the Nexus. It feels like a, a cheap phone that's done well. Um, okay, but but don't you think that Google is getting better at design faster than Apple is getting good at services? Yeah, definitely. But Apple's brand cache is still way better than Google's. No, no, but but I'm saying if we, if we play this out another 10 years, right? So if we're saying okay. who's going to... I, I, I think that eventually Google can just because they don't rely, they have such that they, the, yeah. Okay. I see what you you're know, saying. Like, like it's, it's all yeah. about information at the end of the day and they own that information or they have the most hooks into that information. So it, it just feels like it's impossible for like, doesn't Apple pay Google over a billion dollars a year to get Google on the iPhone? Yeah, but it's peanuts for Apple, right? No, no, I know, but 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 again, like that's still. Yeah. I mean, think about that. That's a billion dollars yeah. just to get that. And I think if Apple was gonna, well, I mean, they did it with Maps, I guess, but they're not gonna build a search engine. They're not gonna build a, you know, I I I, I don't know. But if if voice if they if voice is really taking over, maybe they it it skips skips like search, right? But don't you still need that underlying? It's all search at the end of the day. It's all how well can you 
transform the voice into some kind of a query and then go fetch information, right? Isn't that search? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it depends on what the queries are and what the tasks are, right? Um, like I think Google is always going to have its place uh, when you're you're sitting down looking for very you're researching looking for more complicated things. Um, but for voice things in the house situation, yeah, it's, it might just be very simple things you're looking up, right? And maybe Siri's going to be sophisticated enough to handle that. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe you don't need this kind of Jarvis like you know like really even yeah. if you had it even if you had a Jarvis like what would you really do with it? Um, yeah, I, I mean, like the the 3D printing. Anytime the manufacturing piece gets into it, which feels like it's always ten years away or five years away, I mean that mm -hmm. will probably change the whole game again. But um, all right, so final verdict. If I'm buying, well, okay, I guess you don't have an Alexa, so I know what you're gonna say. But so I'm I, buying my parents. Yeah. I'm buying my parents a smart speaker right now. Sonos, uh, no. Google Home. <laughs> Alexa, you're you're saying Google Home? Are they going to use it for retail? Are they going to buy stuff? No, no. My mom, my mom still calls me to order stuff for her on Amazon because she refuses yeah. to put her credit card in. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the Google Home, the Google Home is pretty good, man. I I I, I like it right now, and it, honestly, at that at the price point it's at, it's kind of a no brainer. Like actually, on Black Friday, it was like eighty bucks, I think. Oh, I know, I know. I should have picked one up. I'm looking right now. It's um, it's on sale again, though, from Google Official. Here, it's ninety five dollars. Yeah, fuck! I paid almost double, man. This is what I paid to be first dollar, first for first mover here in Canada. <laughs> oh, and so does it? Does it update itself? Obviously, it does, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it like you're not getting left behind from your hardware is going to be the same as my hardware. Uh, I think so, as of right now. Yeah, unless okay. it, unless it was a different model, and I I don't I don't think so though. No, I, I, yeah. I don't think it has been. And you would recommend then getting the big one versus the the um. Don't get the mini. The yeah, mini. Okay. If you're gonna use it, if you're gonna use it really for for the house, uh, for as like your main stereo or something, I would definitely not get the mini. Okay, so remind me again, because even with the Alexa dot, so like, why would I just you know, you know I know you mentioned it a bit at the very beginning, but what's the advantage of even having the mini or or a like why? Why would I even want the little guy? I got it for free, and it's it's it's, it's cheap, and I got it for free when I bought the Pixel. Um, and it's just nice if I want to extend extend the service across the house. Okay. Um, because I'm in the kitchen now. If I want to say listen to music, I have to really blast in the living room to hear it in the kitchen. Um, and I can daisy chain a little bit. Um, but if it's my one and only, I would definitely not get the mini. But I mean, like, do you would you ever see yourself getting? Okay, so let's say the mini is fifteen bucks. Okay, mm -hmm. let's say it's ten bucks, which is probably mm -hmm. not far off. Would you put like one beside your bed, one in the bathroom, one in the garage? Like, is that like? Do do you think there's uh, a no? I I wouldn't. I I also find it kind of annoying right now when sometimes I'm in the middle of the kitchen living room and I and I want to make a request and then both of them pick it up and I'm like, no, 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 I want just this one, like. I find that annoying oh, enough. Okay. So you don't wake up in the morning and say, okay, no. Google, tell me the the weather while you're lying in bed. No. This, I, I Honestly, I what I'll do though, I'll just use my phone and then I'll ask Google there on my phone. Gotcha. So I'm, I'm brushing my teeth and I'll ask I'll ask Google to like, yeah. I'll, and the Pixel's kind of cool because you can squeeze it and then that's the trigger for asking. Yeah, that's cool. That's, I like that a lot. Nice. Um, 
but yeah so i so anyways I, I i guess in some ways i have three of these because i use my phone for some of this as well okay well that's yeah. a good uh and hey just looking the google home mini guess how much the google home mini is for the next 24 hours 30 bucks 39 dollars and yeah but don't don't do it man get spend the extra get, get the home no but for me though i'm i'm thinking i might get a google home oh, yeah and a chromecast okay. just just even for youtube <laughs> yeah and yeah. then cast it to my TV. I have to check. I don't even know if I have an extra HDMI port, but I have an old TV, man. We got it for our wedding, and that was eight years ago. So it's mm. um, it's not a new television, and that that yeah. might be my Black Friday or my Boxing Day present to myself if uh, if uh, if they get if they get cheap enough. But no, all right, eight years ago, you should, you should have ports, man. You should be good. Yeah, no, no, um, I definitely have them, but I've got like the, I've got the Nintendo Wii, I've got the, I've got a bunch of stuff uh, plugged into it, so I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to cut get, the Wii. Like an adapter or something? Yeah. A little dongle, dongle city. Um, dude, I got one, 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 uh, two, two small things here. Yeah, yeah, go. Uh, one, when we're talking about controlling the TV, uh, do you remember when Microsoft had the Connect and you were trying to, they're trying to, um, use big gestures to kind of control the TV. Do yeah. You, do yeah. You that? Yeah. Yeah. So primitive now. So primitive. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. The, the, that was when like you could do like a stop sign. You could like, you would do like a big <laughs> swipe, right? You would, you would, um, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Kind of like minority report, but really clunky. Yeah. So unnecessary voice, voice dominates, voice dominates that. Ah, but that, that, that'd be interesting. I mean, uh, I could see like some of the stuff that we even saw in grad school, like the early signs of, do you remember that yeah. one demo at, um, it was from, I think it was Kai, the one we were at in Boston where it was like a, uh, a keyboard where you would type, but there was no keys. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like you're just like, yeah. you'd have a camera looking at your fingers and based on yeah. where your fingers were moving. I mean, that kind of stuff I could see being kind of cool maybe, or, um, there's definitely still room for innovation, but man, if it's not perfect, it just yeah. feels it just feels like, you know, it's yeah, it's got to be so good, if it, it yeah, or else you're just gonna type, yeah, or you just use your voice and you'll be twice as efficient. But there's some things though, the voice is just not gonna be like watching TV. Voice is not gonna be practical. For sure. So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. TV, I I could without. We, we we should cut it here because my, my voice is going to give out here but um, I, I do think that there's there's still room for somebody like Apple who's really good at <clears throat> those integrated products to do mm -hmm. TV to really just think of okay if we invented TV today because you know I know I could use my remote on my phone I never do that the remote I have sucks the voice is kind of mm -hmm. clunky there's got to be a way to figure that out better but yeah yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. what, what, yeah. what was the second thing? You said you had two things. Oh, now that you have Amazon Prime, man, you should check out uh, The Man in the High Castle. Man in, what's that? It, it's like um, as if in World War II, Germany won the war. But what, what's the world look like now? And they kind of play it out as if Germany won the war. Like a documentary? No, no, it's like a, it, it's, it's a fictional show. Oh, um, it's like, oh, sorry. You, this is like a, this is like a Netflix uh, or, oh, it's a, oh, but it's only on Amazon? Yeah, but it's on Amazon Prime, and you have Prime, so it's on oh. Prime Video. It's like uh, produced by like Ridley Scott. Uh, no it's way. Like a 
Yeah, it's a Philip K. Dick. Uh, I think it's one of his novels it's based off of. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, since you're oh. into the, the war stuff and more what you're yeah. Oh, I love Yeah, I love that. Actually, I wanted to check. I know Amazon Prime Video came out on the Apple TV, but I don't know if it came out in Canada. So mm. I wanted to check tonight if... Um, yeah, because now that I found out I have access to all this stuff, uh, I was I was even just curious what their catalog is like. I've never even looked at Amazon Prime Video before, so yeah, yeah. This I'll, is one uh, of their biggest shows. I actually haven't watched it, but I hear amazing things. Oh man! And then again, that's another the whole idea of I think again Apple is so behind the eight ball when it comes to content. Yeah, you know they've got yeah, nothing. I don't know. They've got fucking think- carpool karaoke. It's, yeah, it's carpool just, karaoke, man. It's terrible. Uh, I don't know. Is is it terrible? I, yeah, I haven't watched it. I, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, I I was I was into it when James Corden was doing it. And, but uh, but that's it. Now it's know. like other people doing it, and it's like no, the whole shtick of this thing is he's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It has to be him. It has to be him. him. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work if it's two other celebrities. Um, but uh, okay, well. I'll All buy right, a couple man. couple little Google Homes for me. The big one for my parents. The Alexa. I'm gonna I'm gonna get Alexa. I actually have two coming into the office uh, this week. I think so. I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna take one home and try it and play with nice. it. A bit. Yeah, you can tell us next week which one. Uh, if you feel like you still have buyer's remorse, or if you yeah, really unless you're ordering off of Amazon, I think you're gonna be fine. But if you if you order more than one or two things. On Amazon, okay. If like if you're an Amazon Prime person, you should probably get it, and you should probably have an Alexa in your house just because you, you will use it for, for for buying things. Dude, but even like when you're talking about books or like, hey, check out this book. I'm like, hey, Alexa, order it. Boom, coming tomorrow. That's what Amazing. I'm saying. Yeah, it's a, or you yeah. can send it to your Kindle, and it'll just show up on your Kindle. Yeah. So, mm. I I think I'm gonna be like my buddy Azar at Hubba who has three of these things. I'll probably want a little bit of all of them until you can, until some startup creates this like master device <laughs> that like that rules com- them all. combines all three of them together or something. <laughs> but um, we'll see, man. All right. Cool, man. Well, Dude, I, I, I know. I feel like this is an interesting, I, I don't know. How do you, how do you think this one's going to be received? This is a, this one's different. I think this is going to be actually pretty good. I think it's a lot more, easier to digest for people yeah yeah I, I think this is one i can give to my brother or something he'd listen to it and he'd be like oh cool um, <laughs> yeah versus some of the other ones he, he'd probably leave after five minutes or ten minutes but man imposter syndrome like are we really qualified to talk about like are we you know aren't there like more qualified people to be uh talking about this stuff i don't know that that's that's where i worry about if we took the point uh, in, in, in this direction where we're just like pontificating about you know uh, no. I don't know. I, I just see it as uh, we're just two guys talking shit. And uh, yeah, whatever. You go on YouTube, you're going to hear tons of these kind of uh, videos. Oh, man. And you know what? Just last thought. like the more, It's terrifying to me that Amazon took the Google Home off of Amazon. Yeah. I mean, if, if it really comes down to that, if it comes down to no sharing and it's just whatever you've got... I think Google again yeah. has an. I think everyone just starts moving to, to Android, so 
Yeah, man. It's all about content, right? And it's weird. We're at this point where everyone's all about content now. Everyone's trying to just make their own thing. Even like Walmart, like against Amazon now, Walmart's trying to make these products that like you can't get on Amazon, right? They they have people experimenting with the shit. Yeah, and Um, it's smart, right? It's um, or or again, if yeah, if you could get exclusivity to sell something on Walmart for X number of months, then you're gonna get a bunch mm -hmm. of people for sure using Walmart. Yeah, yeah. So oh, it's interesting, well, man. Yeah, it's yeah. super interesting. Well, one day we'll have exclusivity rights on this pod that we can uh, that we can shell out to people. Casper, I need a new mattress, man. Hook it up. I know. Remember, we, we were going to try those. Like this podcast is not sponsored by. I think yeah. we should try that, but maybe we'll wait till we're a little deeper in. All right. Next week is going to be spon- not sponsored by Coinbase because uh, fuck. Hopefully, I'm going to be rich off this crypto. That's it. It's going to hit 50K. Okay, you know what? Here, let's let's end this pod. Wait, wait, one sec, one sec. Let's end this pod. I'm going to... I'll make a prediction on... Okay, so I, I always deal in Canadian dollars because I'm Canadian like that. So Bitcoin right now is at 20,742. So I will oh bet God. next next week it's 27,000. I think it's going to be 35. 35, Wow. Okay. 35 let's, let's go for it yeah let's, all right let's see 35 to 27 we'll see okay how about this whoever's closest to yeah no nah, whatever i don't know i was gonna say sends sends some some bitcoin but i don't want to i don't I'm, I, I, I don't got enough man. I yeah i know enough. i was like i'm i'm, I'm not uh that, that's too rich for my blood right now so uh all right bro great one talk to you soon all right bye
Turn myself into a pickle, Morty! Boom! Big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that? I turned myself into a pickle! I'm Pickle Rick! Rick and Morty. New season coming this summer.